Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might but might not care about. In today's episode, me and Ian tackle the Kyrie Irving situation, all the aftermath from it, and all our responses to all of the backlash that the punishment that Kyrie Irving has received. You're going to get our thoughts on that. And you're going to get our thoughts on five NBA trades that were proposed by Bleacher Report. Uh, You're going to get our take on those as well. And are the Bulls in trouble? Should the Bulls make a coaching change? Keep listening to find out. We also have another this face battle between Kellogg's and General Mills. We have a few mailbag questions and Last but not least, we got some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy. What up, what up? What up? What's going on? <laughs> What's good? It hasn't been a long time this time. It has not been a long time. It has not been a long time. But it's so much going on, Rodney. We got to talk about it. Oh, oh, for sure. What better place to talk about it than here? You know what I mean? Y'all's favorite sports podcast show. For sure. You know what, man? I be forgetting to do this, man. And I know we were like, what, eight seasons in? You know what I mean? And I'm just starting to do this. But hey, man, if y'all ain't following the channel, man, hit the subscribe button, man. Hit the follow. Y'all following us on all these, these little media platforms, man. Hit that follow so y'all can get them alerts, man. You know what I mean? Indeed, indeed. I didn't know y'all dropped a new episode. Bro, turn your notifications on. That's because you haven't that, that's because you haven't subscribed. You subscribe, you always gonna get notified. Me and Rodney ain't got time to uh to, to text y'all the link all the time. We we got other things to do, man. We put that we put that boy on wax, man, and y'all get that alert, man. So hit that subscribe button, man. What y'all wait now? Right, we drop bars and then we leave. <laughs> we go live our lives after that. <laughs> so that's a little shout out for me, man. How about you? Oh man, what's good, man? Uh, uh, can I do my shout outs? Oh, for sure. But real, real quick, before you get any shout outs, man. Okay. Hey, man, you just dropped a big announcement on me yesterday, bro. I don't know if you're ready to tell the world. Oh. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's getting around. It's getting around. Castle got their ears to the streets. I already know. Oh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll keep it off wax for right now. We'll keep it off <laughs> <wax>. <laughs> Rodney is referring to me moving from Roseland, man. It, it, oh, it, oh, it's it, on wax. It's on wax now. It's on wax. It's on wax officially. Like, like I, I, I was, me and my wife were able to close on a house uh, last month, and we should be moving within the next couple of weeks. It's kind of been a slow gradual process because we're getting work done at the new house before we move in and you know you know how it goes with contractors sometimes you gotta be there and kind of stand on them a bit to, to make sure they get done man because these i'm telling you man these contractors man they'll try to milk you man they'll try to chisel you they'll 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 try to add on little surcharges here and there they, they quote one price and then you know they get in there and they be like oh, i didn't know i was gonna run into this it's gonna be an extra uh, 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 $500, you know, stuff like that. And, and it's like, okay, now you got to fall back and figure out, okay, what can I do myself and what right, can I pay right. somebody to do? So, you know, it's, it's a gradual process, but we getting there, man. We getting there. When I, I finally get moved in, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna pick me some fruit and sit on the back porch like Thanos and just like, <laughs> and just smile at that. 
and, and be satisfied that is that the process is over, man. Exactly, exactly. Real quick, man, is this a real album, bro? Like, I need to know it, where this is at, man. It is. It's. It's. But that's the limited edition. Fly God and Doom. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the limited edition cover. They only printed like I think like eighteen hundred copies of that particular cover. That that's from that um that was from that Doom and West Side uh, West Side Doom project or EP or whatever. Oh, okay. I ain't never heard that. That's a good combination though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It dropped like I want to say like six years ago. Oh, okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> I was listening. And I was like, oh, this is a nice little combination. <laughs> yeah, put Brother Sanders on to that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta uh, introduce that Brother Sanders. You know, he was a big uh, Doom fan. Not that that Doom though. You know, that Doom from back in. You know, he used to have a comic book back in in the seventies. You know, he always. Oh, of course, of course. I, I, but Brother Sanders got the. He got that one comic. I went over his house one time, and he showed me the comic where Superman fought Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> he still had it, man, in mint condition. And they went to the planet where where Superman's powers weren't weren't uh, effective, and Muhammad Ali beat the crap out of him. <laughs> I said, man, why would they print this? <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, let's get to these shout outs, man. What you got for me? First not, of all, man, I want to send a shout not, out. Not in the Drake kind of way, but yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, Drake, Drake got bars for everybody, but the people he need to have bars for, like. <laughs> but anyway, um, first and foremost, man, I want to send an acknowledgement and um, uh, shout out to the family of Sister Bertha Valentine. Um, it was a dear sister who I knew was very close to me and my wife, who she unfortunately passed away, um, fell asleep in death uh, about a week ago. And uh, <clears throat> she was extremely, extremely kind to myself and my wife. She was one of our biggest supporters when me and my wife got together and we were, you know, we were going through difficult times and whatnot you know people saying certain stuff about you and whatnot but she was she was one of the ones who was like 10 toes down for us and supported us and the the, the coffee table i got in my dining room right now uh, or in my living room rather it came from her um but she she passed away unfortunately she was a uh, uh, Sister Williams influence, you know, in my life, you know, and I actually talked about her when we gave, you know, our props to the Sister Williamses in our lives a few months back. And uh, so first of all, I just wanted to acknowledge that and say uh, uh, she'll be she'll be dearly missed. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. The real and my, yeah, right. Exactly. When they're young. <laughs> right. Oh um, man, you gotta tell Brother Sanders stops trying to snitch on Sister Williams, man. You we you can't be running to us over every little thing. You, you know what I'm saying? You you see it here or think you see it here about about yeah. I, 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 heard, I heard Sister uh, I was Sister Williams drive past. I, I thought I heard her uh, playing some some of that some of that West Side Gun, some of that some of that Armani Seeds. I said, man, Brother 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 Sanders, I, I doubt Sister Williams was playing that. And if she was, that's her business. Oh man. But my next shout out, my next shout out is, man, shout out to any brothers out there who lack modesty, man. <laughs> oh, snap. We all know modesty is the ability to acknowledge your own limitations, right? 
If you have the flu, do not come through to our congregation and give a talk. If you have COVID, do not come through to our congregation and give a talk. It's okay. We'll find someone else. We'll get us up. Right. You know, and this ain't, (laughs) this ain't, this ain't, it ain't that important, man. You know, we'll we'll make do. We'll make do. Man, bro, we had a brother, (laughs) we had a brother come through Sunday ride, sneezing, sniffling, coughing all over the platform. He did a good job on his talk, by the way. He did do a good job. Uh, he, he's just a naturally good speaker. But um, after he got done with the talk, I noticed he we didn't see him in the auditorium, but his wife was still there. So I went to the back briefly to hang up a schedule and I asked the brother at the security desk. I was like, hey, did you see where the speaker went? And he was like, uh, he was like, I think he left. I was like, you sure? He was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw him leave. I was like, okay, well, maybe he's coming back because his wife is still there. So after the meeting, we never saw him again, but I saw his wife. I was like, man, tell your husband you did a good job. Like, she was like, yeah, you know, he had, he had, uh, he had found out he had COVID yesterday uh, before he came here. And my eyes got big. And then she corrected it and she was like, oh, you know, he taught, he tested positive yesterday and tested negative today. But he still has some symptoms. You know, he clearly has symptoms still. And, and I was like, oh, okay. So I had also heard he gave a funeral talk the day before. So when I walked away, I'm thinking like, but wait a minute. If he tested positive yesterday, yesterday he gave a funeral talk, wouldn't he have exposed those people too? So I notified, you know, our body through text like, hey, you know, just a heads up. You know, the speaker tested negative today, but he tested positive the day before. Just wanted to put that on everybody's, put that out there and, you know, remind everybody to, you know, I know it's, I said, I know I can't make any rules here, but we're going into flu season, cold and flu season might be good to just mask up. And <laughs> my father-in-law <laughs> took it upon himself to try to call the brother to see if it was true. Brother never called him back. I think I, my my Kobe reached out to his brothers at some point, but you know the, the the response was, yeah, you know what what the sister told Ian was not corroborated, but the brother did have the they, his brothers did verify he had the flu for three days. Now I'm thinking, all right, I ain't gonna make a big deal out of this. True, it wasn't corroborated, but if your cover story is I had the flu for three days, then you had COVID. So that was on Monday, the day after. Rodney, yesterday, I get a t- we get we get a text from from our Kobe saying we just received word that the brother who gave the talk Sunday and his wife just tested positive for COVID. Um, what do y'all want to do? Do y'all want to pivot to Zoom tonight? And I was just like, yeah, see, that's why I put that out there. Like, you don't you don't you don't have a flu for three days, and then on day four test positive for COVID and your flu turned into COVID. You just had COVID. Right. You just had COVID, bro. Like, then I get a panicky call from my sister-in-law who talked to somebody from that brother's congregation. Half the congregation got COVID and had to pivot to Zoom. Because they all just so happened to be at the funeral and the repast that he was at. So, brothers, brothers, please, please 
Don't endanger the friends, man. If you got COVID, if even if you're scheduled to give a talk, find find alternative arrangements, man. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <clears throat> I, I can't believe we still are struggling in that in that area. You know what I mean? Why but to be that? honest, but to be honest, Rodney, we struggled before COVID. Remember how every time there would be a, um, an assembly or a convention right after it, there would be a rash of illnesses going through the congregations because somebody was at the assembly or convention sick and they were like, man, Jehovah really wants me at my, my convention and assembly. I'm going to be a bad Christian if I don't go. And they went and they made other people sick. Yeah. So this was a problem before COVID. You know, we just we just kind of got to change our mentality and be more considerate of the friends, man. Like, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. It's not about us. You know, the, the God we serve does not want his people being sick, you know? Right. He doesn't want his people to come to his house and have to worry about who got what. It's, it's, that's sad, man. <laughs> I hate to hear stuff like that. <laughs> but you, you probably don't have, can't have them problems, Rodney. <laughs> no, we got other problems, but not those type of problems. <laughs> yeah, but uh, whew, yeah. Anyway, I, on 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 a, on a brighter note, uh, your boy is double boosted now. You know what I'm saying? Ah, nice. <laughs> Went to get that second shot a couple of weeks ago, right after our CO visit, man. I was like, man, I need to jump on this. Because I was going to do it earlier, but I was like, kept dragging my feet on it. But, man, finally got there. Got, you know, me and Nita got that that shot. I didn't get hit as hard as the first booster. Like okay. The, this one just made me, like, super tired, man. I slept half the day the next day. It's crazy. Mm, yeah, yeah. They all, all of them made me tired and yeah, had my arm. My arm was was super sore. I couldn't eat. Them. I did. I tried to do some exercises and it helped a little bit, but man, it, it was it was hurting for a couple of days. So, but yeah, man, good. I'm, I'm double boosted, and it and honestly, it's been a wave of a lot of people getting COVID of late. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've been noticing that, but we have. We've had. I heard of two other con- congregations in my area who had to pivot to uh, pivot to virtual because uh, because of COVID outbreaks. Uh, uh, one one of the halls on on 101st and Vincennes, and another hall on um, I don't even know where they meet at now. Um, they might they might meet at 93rd and Greenwood, but don't don't quote me on that. Um, yeah, it's going around, and, and like we knew this would happen, you know, like because because what was that? Was it September first, October first, where masks were no longer strongly encouraged? Yeah, yeah. So you know, we 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 knew this was we knew this was going to happen. Um, <laughs> we, um, I, I don't even got time to get into our our current field service situation. That's a, that'll be at the next show. Because <laughs> I, I got some things too, but I don't I don't want to air it out. Just, you know, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna 
that might have to be an off wax conversation. But yeah. <laughs> Down like like near back door to door and you know friends that have been so caught up in doing letter writing that they feel like it's our responsibility to update all the information that's in the territory card as far as phone numbers and addresses. That's not our it's not our job. It's, uh, it's not the territory. So. Territory service job is to give you guys the territory. And you guys, you know, we have a bigger territory. So we I don't know how you guys do it at your foundation, but we do it a little bit differently. Uh, because our territory is so big. Uh, so we give a lot of personal territory cards out. And so it's like some pioneers. Yeah, pioneers. You know, we we don't limit it to just pioneers. Anybody that needs territory, we give it to because we got a we got a lot of territory. So we got we don't mind you know spreading the weapon. As long as you got it done in four months, you know, you turn it back in and do it. But all of this, you know, COVID. You know, we were able to. You know, during COVID, we were able to sign up for that Baines program. We were able to get all these addresses. But that was two years ago. Now the information is up. To, you know, it, it's, we didn't have, we ended up losing the account. Uh, and so we're no, we no longer can update those files anymore. So it's like, you know, people complaining about, oh, these ain't the right addresses, this ain't this, this ain't that. And it's like, well, honestly, we was doing that to help it make it easier for the friends. But that's not, that's not a requirement for us to have all of this information for the friends, everybody's addresses and phone numbers in our entire territory to be updated and given to the friends and the friends can make all the correct, you know, letters to all these different kind of, you know, different houses and everything. And it's like, you know, you got to do all the research yourself. You know, the internet, that's where they got people's, uh, true people search, fast people search. You know, you can actually, we're not on shutdown anymore, so you can actually drive your car to the actual territory that you have to check and see if some of these houses exist. Like, there's a lot yeah. of things you can do on your own and not go back and say, well, uh, 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 we need to change this, we need to change that. No, we don't. No, we don't. The territory, you get the territory card. Wait, it, so what is it they're saying need to change? And that's the thing I'm trying to figure out that I got to figure out off wax, but it, it's just like, you know, I don't know if wants the files to be changed that we used to use for Hanes or if it's something that we need to... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to edit this out, so I don't care. <laughs> You're talking about that program that you had to pay for, right? Yeah, that you have to pay for. Yeah, yeah like it's it's like certain brothers who who were f- pro that pro- that program. It was something about the way they were just trying to just trying to steamroll it, you know, to me that like and bombard me with it that was like off putting. Mm-hmm. And for that reason alone, I was kind of resistant to it. But um, I'm, I'm glad we didn't pivot over to that because, like, 
you, when they know. really started pushing it, like I think like a month later, we got we got word from the branch that we were going to be going back out. Right. Well, here's the thing, and you get and you get this aftermath of people. You almost kind of doing all the work for the friends, and the friends have gotten to the point where they're solely relying on that information. And it's like, no, that information is, we don't have that information anymore. We don't have pains anymore. So things change within two years. People move, people, I got a, I got a couple of return visits myself that, that moved during the pandemic. Mm. You know what I mean? But well, the, the information the problem- is still on the files. Am I still right. going to keep writing to that person? No, you got to do the research, go on online, with each address and look it up and see if the address exists look it up the numbers or whatever if you want to do telephone with it you that's your prerogative but the fouls if you're talking about the fouls with all the addresses that we got from haynes leave that alone that that is irrelevant that's just a that's just a blueprint at this point you know what i mean because you know that's not something that you rely on and say oh we got to follow you know the territory servant is only responsible for uh, making sure that you know if you get somebody that's irate or somebody a foreign language that you're un you know that somebody's developed interest and they they a foreign language you need to turn that over like you the territory servant keeps track of that but it's, it's not the territory servant's job to make sure that that he has the correct information of addresses and phone numbers on file to make it easy for everyone. That's not that's not what he's assigned to do. He's assigned to give you a card, you work it, you do the necessary work, you give it back. Mm-hmm. Right. His, his 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 record, his his responsibility is to make sure the record state when he issued it out and when he got it back. That's it. And and, and when the CO comes. He checks the territory, make sure it's being completed. The whole entire, you know, the entire territory for the congregation is being completed for the year. And that's it. If if there's if there's a, a revisions that need to be made with do not works, and you might want to lead us in because I think people do need to know this. If there's revisions that need to be made, that falls on the responsibility of the service overseer and other elders. You're supposed to work those once, what is it, once a year or once every two years? Once every two years, I think. I could be wrong. To make sure there still do not works because people people will might say they're do not works, but they're really not do not works. Exactly. And it's been two and a half years since we've done door-to-door ministry. Yeah. So, yeah. so we go back uh, to some of these doors that I do not works. Eh, you know, they might have moved. Or they don't live there no more. So yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So again, that's one of them things where it's like I've I've preached this before on this on this pod. Stay in your lane. If you're <laughs> If your responsibility is you, you the secretary, worry about secretary stuff. Let the service overseer worry about what the service overseer has to worry about. Everybody got these ideas. I think we should use this program. Like, well, I don't, and I'm the service overseer, so (laughs) yeah, that should be the final word. Right. I shouldn't find out after the fact that you went behind my back and went ahead and like. Like like pay for like a a, a five hundred dollar program, 
Right. <laughs> and now you're asking everybody to pony up funds. No, no. And that's the thing. It's like, and that's when, that's that's what it's called going beyond where the grid is jumping ahead and doing your own thing instead of talking about it amongst the body, you know, and see if the body agrees to this first. Because I get all types of, you know, people, brothers come up to me from other congregations. Hey, man, I use this uh, app and I use that. Man, it worked great for our congregation. But what people don't understand is every congregation is different. Every congregation, right. you know, you, you, my body, your body of elders, might have looked at it and said oh they're okay with it but then if i present it to my body of elders you're gonna have a couple of elders be like nah i'm, I'm good and or you're gonna have other people that's like oh you know they're gonna have all these questions about it and it, it's like okay nah, this is, this is, this is, what we've been doing has been fine let's just keep doing that you know that's that's great that you know other people are sharing ideas with with me from other congregations and and, and shout out to you know brothers that are are doing that effective ways of doing things and set organizing field service and stuff like that for those congregations but but that doesn't work that doesn't work at the end of the day yeah and you gotta you gotta take into account the capabilities of the sheep too like do you are you you at a congregation where the friends are are, are technically savvy yeah exactly you know because if they're not you know this this app or whatever you're trying to propose might not be a good idea mm-hmm. you know since sister williams don't you know she don't she don't she she don't like the smartphones <clears throat> no still don't. they don't they don't sister williams don't but the sanders he, 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 he accustomed to it for other reasons but you know <laughs> Man, how you know that I use computer? Oh, yeah, my, uh, nephew, my, my nephew taught me. He, 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 he took some classes at Olive Harvey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's that, man. Any more shout outs? <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> All right. <laughs> I think I said enough. Uh, let's get to the NBA, man. Let's get to the NBA. This is Kyrie Irving stuff, man. I, I know you got something in store for this show with the, told, with the latest in this Kyrie Irving uh, situation with the Nets. And, um, the question that I want to propose is we, we, uh, we got a lot of good uh, positive feedback from the show and listeners about our, our takes, our original takes on, on the whole Kyrie situation. Now that things oh, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. I, I thought we would be in a minority, man. No, nah, we weren't in the minority at all. But um, as time progressed, things have developed since that episode. And <laughs> uh, now that we kind of entered almost close to the aftermath of all of this, uh, have your opinions changed towards uh, in, in your in regards to your stance to the Kyrie Irving situation since the last episode? Not at all. Not at all. My 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 opinion it was the same. Like, um, you know, now now since we I know since we last talked about it, there's been more developments. He, he doubled down. Um, then he was suspended. Then he apologized through social media. Then the Nets released a six point plan. They wanted him to go through. And then the, the MBPA indicated that they would appeal it and push back on it. 
Um, I, you know, I, as far as as far as like that, the the whole. I, I don't know why everybody jumped up like, oh, y'all y'all going too far. No, y'all going too far. You ain't making them do the six point plan. It's like, did y'all read through the six point plan? Like, like. Like, because if you did, you would know he already did three of the six things. So I don't know why everybody's acting like this six point plan is a bridge too far. You know, I don't really have an opinion on that. It's like at any Rodney, we, we talk about what what real employers and everyday Joes have to go through with their employers all the time. If if I sexually harass somebody at my job and I'm through the grace of God able to keep my job. And stay employed. Guess what I gotta do? I gotta go through some sort of sensitivity training. Yep. That's why these things exist. A lot of people have to go through it before they even are hired. Yep. You know what? Does, what does not say when it comes to you know people of, of 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 different sexual orientation or people of a different race? Uh, you know, not being a creep to the opposite sex. These are things that everyday Joes have to, you know, and trainings that we have to go through every day. So I don't know why the NBPA is acting like, oh, this is a bridge too far. It's like, dude, dude really messed up. He could have made this all go away in two seconds. Yeah, you know, the documentary has some things I agree with, made me think a little different, but I understand why it was hurtful with some things that I didn't agree with. He could have simply said that, but he not, not once, but twice, he doubled down, you know, and like, you know, Maya Angelou has the quote, when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. When he came out and said the earth was flat and, and people, <laughs> people were like, oh, you don't, you don't mean that Kyrie, do you? you, you, you did you want to, did you want to apologize and retort? I, I apologize to all the school teachers who have to teach a lie. That's what he said about the earth being flat. So like granted that's not as dangerous as some of the other rhetoric that he's been supporting um but like he showed us who he was this is a dude who will latch on to things that are untrue and be too arrogant to walk it back you know the, the, the then 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 the vaccine stuff then they're like oh i'm so distressed over january 6 i'm i'm gonna walk away from the game of basketball i'm not going to explain to the nets what's going on and then I'm gonna come back, and then I have this family emergency. I'm gonna leave for it. Then I'm gonna come back, you know. And now, now all of this, you know. And it's just he—he he showed us who he was a long time ago, and nobody believed what they were seeing, you know. And then he's talking all this Yahweh stuff. My name, Yahweh, translated into English is Kyrie. It's just like, uh, like that—that that really irked me. You know, this is a dude who's looking for answers, looking for his identity. And this time he looked in the wrong place. <clears throat> and I understand. I, I completely understand the need for black Americans who have been dealt a very bad hand in this country to search for answers and to grasp on something, anything that will dignify us and give us answers. But sometimes that comes at the expense of facts. And woke racism is still racism. Um, I, I didn't even. Did, and did, Rod, did you hear the latest development with this? Well, not the latest, but one that I found very interesting. Did you know Kyrie didn't even watch the documentary? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're you're going through all this 
because you posted a link to a documentary you didn't even watch that's even more that's even more dumb that's even more dumb so you just saw some 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 fly stuff or some something you thought look fly and was like yeah i'm gonna put this out here and then when people question you about it you're like oh why are you dehumanizing me why don't you look into the thing you're promoting and see rodney i've i've been to the barbershop recently and as you know rodney the, 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 the a black barbershop is a place where you know you get the true you, you get the, a chance to put your finger on the true pulse of the people and, and, and figure out what the streets are saying and rodney you'd be surprised how many people my my fellow people who look like us <laughs> made the same mistake Kyrie made and did not look into the con entire context of 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 the book or the documentary well, what did he say that was so wrong what did he say that was so racist what was so bad about the documentary i said and i explained to the people in the barbershop because for some reason they wanted to know my opinion i don't know why they always want to know my opinion on stuff I was like, well, got your own podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. And they don't even know about that. You're, you're a superstar, man. You're a superstar. So I, I explained to them, you know, it, 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 the 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 book is it's also Islamophobic. Uh, it says some some uh, some pretty terrible things about gay people and population control of blacks and all all the stuff I was hearing from from. The five percenters I was hanging with in 97, 98, you know, in my little hip hop circles, none of this was new to me. You know, they they said Jewish people worship Satan. Um, they said that the Holocaust didn't happen. And it quotes quite regularly from Adolf Hitler. And Rodney, when I said that, the whole barbershop got quiet. And then if one person finally spoke up, oh, I, I, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, so stop trying to defend him. Right. Why are y'all defending him when y'all ain't even looked into what what people are making a, a fuss about? Look into look into the whole entire context. Don't just be like, well, he said uh, uh, the original Hebrews was black, so therefore everything else is, is probably correct too. It's like, nah, there's a lot more stuff connected to this 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 ideology, you know, that that you know y'all y'all haven't even looked into. So, so look look into the whole context instead of just. I don't know why people feel so obligated to, to, you know, protect him and defend him. I don't know if it's because he's a black dude. I don't know if it's because they feel he's speaking truth to power. Maybe it's all of the above. But like, you know, we have to get a whole lot better at recognizing certain rhetoric early. You know, and as far as why this type of you know, talk is dangerous. <clears throat> I have a former classmate that I, I, I used to witness to, Rodney. <clears throat> and, you know, we found common ground on a lot of stuff. But, you know, within recent years, I kind of had to give him some distance because he got sucked into all this right wing Trump stuff and conspiracy theories and stuff. And that's all he ever wants to talk about. So I, I, I had to give him some arm's length. But I still hear from him maybe once a month with whatever conspiracy theory he's pushing. And this is a dude who does not, who admittedly does not keep up with basketball or the NBA. But yeah, he heard about this Kyrie situation. And he sent me a text message, Rodney, that said it was about Nike dropping Kyrie. And he was like, see what they're doing to Kyrie. They're stripping him of everything. That's why these people need to go. S speaking of Jews. Mm -hmm.
And this this is why this rhetoric is dangerous. You got somebody who doesn't even watch basketball saying all Jewish people have to, quote unquote, go because Kyrie Irving lost out on a Nike deal. This is why this is this type of talk is dangerous. Yeah. You know, genocide just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Hitler didn't just, you know what I'm saying? Wake up one morning. Like, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'll mobilize my army to gather up all the Jewish people and put them in ovens. It didn't just happen. There was, there was, there was years of anti-Semitic material and propaganda pushed throughout the land and made people go, hmm, yeah, Jewish people, they, yeah, they a bit much. <laughs> You know, and and that that I don't stand with, man. That I don't stand with. You know, it, it, this 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 lack of empathy. You know, if 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 somebody came out and said, uh, 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 you know, slavery didn't happen, you know, or, or slavery was a choice, we'd be mad. Oh wait, no, we wouldn't, because because Kanye said it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, 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 I just don't get the mentality of a person to be like to see some, a story like this. If if a group of people say, "Yo, I was really hurt by what this person said about my religion and about my nationality," who are we to say it wasn't hurtful? It it was the truth. Right. Imagine if Joe Harris on the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> you know, had a, a Confederate flag hanging on his locker. And people were like, oh, what's that about? You don't, you know, oh, man, you know, I'm a truth seeker. You know, I just seek truth. I I, I got no hate for any group, you know, but I, I'm a truth seeker. Well, wait a minute. What about that Confederate flag hanging up in, in your locker? Surely you don't agree with the other people who hang Confederate flags. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm open minded and I talk to everybody. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a hateful person, but but it, it, it will. It, you got to admit that would look odd. It would. That would look odd. Oh, and the same, writing the same former classmate who who sent the 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 Jewish people got the go text message like m- months ago. He was trying to tell me like that Jewish rabbis give herpes to babies when they circumcise them because they use their mouth to suck the blood off the the member of the baby, and Jewish rabbis partake in sexual deviant activities. And they'll have herpes on their mouth and give it over to the baby. And I'm like, dude, what, what, how, what, how, where did you hear this from? Why wouldn't this be a bigger story? Yeah. yeah. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> you know, but it, but it's, you know, it, it, it's a weird world we live in, man. You know. It's a real world we live in, you know, and everybody's trying to act like this is some. They just want to silence black men. It's like, nah, black men need to stop saying idiotic things, you know, Kanye included, you know, because, yeah, you know, he, he, he said what he said. He said what he said six years ago and then everybody tried to forgive him. And then like, what did he do? Most recently, he turned around and gave us his black grits to kiss again. Yeah. You know, thought crimes are not crimes, but don't don't try to hide them or pretend you you don't have a certain opinion because you know they're unpopular, Kyrie. 
that's that's lame and that's cowardly and that's it's the exact opposite of what you purport to be yeah yeah i i thought honestly you know i i was i, I had to really do some long thinking about this whole task these six tasks thing that you know the Nets wanted Kyrie to do and I was thinking to myself honestly Kyrie's been with the Nets how long four years now yeah four years yeah four years right and he's been nothing but trouble since he's been here not to mention the trouble that he had caused in Boston prior to coming to the Nets (laughs) Um, owners talk in the NBA they talk and with this whole thing with the, the, the you know, anti-vax, this, this whole anti-vax stance and missing all those games last year, and all this other nonsense that you mentioned, uh, very eloquently uh, in, in a Smith tone. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's to the point where the Nets are trying to just do all they can to get rid of this this pest that is Kyrie Irving. Like, that's a possibility. This was the last to me. I feel like this was like the the, the ice on cake. I think they're doing this to test Kyrie Irving, and I just think I don't think it's you know. At first, I was like, well, why? You know, you you, you kind of listen to other people's opinions on this, and you, you kind of you know get swayed sometimes. And then I had to sit down and just think to myself, I'm like, wait a minute. This man has been nothing but trouble for this organization since he's been here. They are trying to up the ante with this man. And just like, like if your kid keeps this behaving, he's just gonna keep giving him a, a, a smack on the hand and saying, nah, don't do it, don't don't do it again now. You, you know, you got a kid. You got a kid, you're not gonna just keep smacking, you know, uh, uh, go go in the corner, sit down, be in timeout and all that other stuff, you know. Getting being in timeout gets old. Now you gotta up the ante with your punishments. You gotta give your kids tasks to prove to the parent that they are truly sorry about what they did. And that's all the next organization is doing. We get so accustomed. This is what drives me crazy about black people, you know. We always want to connect things to slavery. And when it's not. Stop yeah. trying to make everything about slave. That's how they treat the slaves. How they, they did this. That's how they do black people. This is, why everything has to be so... And that's what drives me crazy about this new generation. You know, every no one can never be held responsible for their actions. Everyone has an excuse. Everyone makes an excuse for people. Everybody wants to, you know, say, well... Uh, uh, and it's like, sometimes... We need to. We need a slap in the face of reality. We need yeah. a slap in the face. It's okay to. It's okay. <laughs> you know, DCFS, right? If you whoop your child, if you give your child a whooping, and I'm not trying to tell parents what to do with their kids, don't take this a certain way. But if you whoop your child. Y'all cannot call DCFS on you. Why? Because if your parent whoops your their child to the point where they're not 
lacerated or they're 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 heavily bruised and and, and it's it's in areas where you know usually there there's skin damage or face bruises in areas where if a person gets into an actual fist fight like if, if your kid is looking like he's just got into a fist fight with somebody and lost and he's got he's got a black eye and he's got all these knots and stuff on his body okay that's abuse but just whooping your kid and and he, and he cries and he goes about his business but there you know he's he comes back he's good you know he learned his lesson like that's okay but stuff like that is you oh you whoop your kids oh no no that's abuse that's this that's that we automatically go to DCFS. Yeah, you gotta take your kid to DCFS. When it comes to stuff like this with Kyrie Irving, uh, the way they're treating Kyrie Irving and, and, and the, the, the stance that they have, the six the six tasks that he has to do. Oh, they're 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 treating them like a slave. They're doing this. They're doing that. It's like no. This is stuff normal people would have to do if they were work if they were working a regular job, bro. Normal people have to do when they have to work a regular job. This is what normal people do when they they uh, you know discipline their children, and, and that's it. Like it's he needs to learn a lesson. You can't What's, do dumb things and get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 some millionaires losing out. You know what I'm saying? A person who's worth 100 million losing out on 10 million is not equivalent to slavery. It's not equivalent to losing everything. It's not equivalent to um, what happened to Emmett Till or what happened to George Floyd. So, so I, I, I'm disgusted when I see those analogies too. You know, look what they look what they doing to Kyrie and and and, and Kanye. They, they doing them just like George Floyd, just like Emmett Till. It's like no, bro. This is for them. This was a choice. Getting in bed with Nike and Adidas for them, indeed, was a choice. Exactly. Just like him posting this this stuff on on social media was a choice. Like, like, you know, Emmett Till and George Floyd are dead. So don't don't compare them to Kanye and Kyrie. And it, it's funny, man. When it when it comes to this documentary, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny how. The same people who are defending it, who haven't even watched it, are the same people who are like, when it, when it, when it came time to take the vaccine, well, I'm gonna do my own research. <laughs> but yet, yet they haven't done the research. <laughs> they haven't done the research. The book that Kyrie Irving is promoting. Right, and he didn't even read. He didn't even watch. It. He didn't even read. It. Wow. So 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 you know what happened to doing all this research? Because if you did the research, you'll find out why it's so offensive and why it's so hurtful. What happened to that? You know, that, that's that's what kills me about the I'm going to do my own research crowd. Like, no, you ain't doing no research. You you made up your mind. You've let somebody else who you think is cool tell you what to do or not do. And, and, and you're you're too, uh, uh, I hate to say it, ignorant to even explain your position. You know, anybody who anybody who's saying they're doing their own research two years ago, I'm anxious to know what did your research what what what, what was the results of your research? You've had two years at this point. Everyone who took the vaccine is still still around, you know. We didn't grow tails or third nipples. And here's the thing, you know, 
like, you know, Jalen Brown situation here. You know, him speaking up and talking about some. Uh, hey, right. You might want to get closer to the mic. Uh, sorry, am I too far away? All right, sorry. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Yeah, this thing, this thing with uh, with Jalen Brown talking about, he said he said that talking about Joseph jo, Joseph Desai, uh, the owner of the Nets. He said he didn't say that the organization was working together to get Kyrie back on the floor. He said that Kyrie have more work to do and our society has more work to do including Joe Desai um, society has more work to do so if you if you all in what we we just talked about right and you put it all in a nutshell and you listen to what Brown has to say does it even make sense it, it doesn't because okay so society okay I, I don't disagree with that Jalen Brown but see society takes his cues from the people who are most visible you know in the public eye so if society needs work it's never gonna it's never gonna make the improvements it needs to make and the progress it needs to make Unless people who society takes its cues from also improve. Yeah. You know, and they grow and mature in in the things that they support and and stand by. Like, so I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like this whole, like, well, it's society's fault. Like it's, it's society's fault that Kyrie wouldn't apologize. It's society's fault that Kyrie posted this. It's society's fault that Kyrie didn't even watch the documentary that he posted. Like, I, I don't, right. I don't, I don't get like where, where, where is the personal responsibility here? And I, and I understand Kyrie has since then came out <laughs> after he got suspended uh, and did apologize on social media. But like, Kyrie didn't type that. He, he, he gave his team the green light to type that. You you'll never hear Kyrie Irving apologize all, uh, verbally from his own mouth in front of a camera. He he's just not gonna do it. Yeah. You know, and, and he he he's so he, he he Kanye makes certain claims when it's convenient. You know. When when the whole vaccine thing was 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 happening, oh, I got an army of people behind me. Now with this thing, oh, I'm just a regular guy. You know, my opinion on shouldn't matter no more than the next man's. It's like, no, man, what happened to that army that was behind you, bro? Right. You know, when 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 the when the pre- when the pressure's on, or, or when you're taking a stand with something unpopular, oh, I got army behind me. I'm doing this for the people. But then when the going gets tough, oh man, you know, I'm just a regular guy. I'm just another person. You know, he started waffling again, much like KD. But we'll we'll get. Well, I'm sh- I'm sure we'll get on him later. Oh yeah, well, you know he he's got some awards coming up. Uh, real quick, the Bulls. Um, I got a question, and, and I'm I don't know. Maybe you need to talk me off the bridge, or maybe, <laughs> maybe you're jumping off the bridge with me. But um, <laughs> I think it's time for a coaching change in Chicago. I just. I, I don't believe in Billy Donovan. I never, I never 
was a fan of the hire. He's good at developing young talent, but he's just not a coach that gets you to the next level, man. And it's just the Bulls are hard to watch this year. I mean, yeah, not, I, I, that is the Lakers, but they're not they're not they're not tough. They're not easy to watch this year. Yeah, they're they're And we kind of predicted this. I didn't think that they would be as good as they were last year just because the rest of the East seems to have gotten better. You know, teams like uh, like the, like the Cavaliers, um, Toronto is still an issue. <laughs> um, you know, the Hawks are on the, on an upswing. So the East has gotten better. Um, I like the NBA city jerseys, but we'll get on that later. But like with the Bulls, like, yeah, like for the roster that they have, they should have a better record. And I don't want to panic just yet because it is still relatively early in the season. So holler at me in January about the Bulls. You know, I, I have not watched enough Bulls games to say what I think the coach should be doing differently. Um, but they, you know, for what it's worth, they seem to be figuring stuff out and, and losing to good teams. Yeah. But you want, I don't want the Bulls to just lose the good teams. I want them to beat the good teams, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're losing to okay teams too. It's just like, come on. Like, you know, yeah, they lost to the Pelicans. They lost to the Nuggets. You can't, you can't lose that game, man. I don't care if CJ McCullough playing. Patrick Patrick Williams actually played good defense on Brandon Ingram, held him a four fifteen shooting, and they still lost. Yeah, that's it, crazy. I don't I don't know what it is. I think I think Billy Donovan's rotations is terrible. I think his adjustments, his in-game adjustments, is still trash. He, he, he sticks to the same game plan. You, my thing is, you know, they were off three days. Three days. Pelicans fresh off a of back-to-back. They had played the Grizzlies the night before in a tough game. So they, you know, the Grizzlies gave them some work, even though they won. I mean, even though they beat the Grizzlies, it, it was a tough win. So, you know, Bulls should be, you know, coming in with fresh legs. They should be running this team off the court. And, no, they they they, they start off flat. And then, you know, they'll have a good second quarter, have an okay third quarter. And then just they just stop playing defense. I don't know what it is. But, you know, I'm just not a believer in Blue Donovan, man. I, I'm, I'm – uh, I, I'm um, I'm ready to jump off ship, but I I, I, I agree with you. Let, let's, let's wait till January. I ain't I ain't trying to panic too early, but come January around All Star break, we got to see where this team is at. And, you know the Bulls aren't gonna fire nobody this season, so unless you Bill Cartwright. <laughs> for another day, but yeah, like you know, I don't think the Bulls are gonna fire. Uh, Billy Donovan this season, but it, it all depends on if they keep playing this bad. Then, yeah, some changes got to be made, and it's got to start with the front office. That was that is my thought on that, man. Are you uh, are you sold on these uh, Sacramento Kings though? Man, bro, they won six out of their last eight. Man, they they they're currently they, uh... eight place <laughs> it's still early they currently in they, uh, yeah it's, right. it's still early it's still early but they're they're feisty man and they're they 
they appear to they they have buy what they call buy-in from their players. The players believe in themselves. They believe in the coach, and they're feisty, man. They 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 curb stomp Brooklyn the other night. Ooh, they put up ooh. 153 points on these dudes. Ooh, that's right, Minnesota society. <laughs> and I got a war for them too, uh, for the Kings, man. But dude, that, that, that was man, and that was their. Uh, I think that was their first time on TNT in a minute. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Man, oh man, yeah, they 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 have buy-in, man. They, they're a team that that will be feisty if you run across them in the play-in or um, in the, in the playoffs. Like like them, the Pelicans, the Nuggets. Th- those are the types of teams you don't want to see in the playoffs in the West. No, no, I think the Nuggets are, are for real. Uh, you know, you don't want to see that. Team. You don't want to see that. I mean, the Trailblazers are playing beyond expectations right now. Yeah, bro. Let me ask you this: I, I, Do you think the J- Utah Jazz are for real or for gazy? I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not sold on Jazz. Really? I think they. I, I think I've been impressed with Laurie marketing. You know, don't get me wrong. I've been impressed with him playing better, but. When they lost to the Sixers the other night, I was like, ooh, I think this, I think the Sixers kind of exposed something with the Jazz, that they're not a strong team in the paint. So now a lot of teams are jumping on them and attacking them in the paint. And they've lost three in a row ever. They've they lost three in a row. So I don't I'm, I'm not sold on the Jazz. I think they overachieved at the beginning of the season. They started off hot. They kind of, they kind of, kind of did what the Bulls did last year. They started off hot. Everybody was like, "Oh, these in last year's Bulls." And then, you know, midway through the season, they kind of got a little taste of reality. But uh, I think the Jazz fall is going to be worse. I don't think the Jazz can sustain this like the Bulls did last year. Um, hmm. So, because I don't think they have enough talent. Eventually, the talent in the West is going to catch up with them, and. I just think they're overachieving, man. I'm not. I'm not sold on the Jazz yet. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of on the fence. You know. Um, you bring up an interesting point where how teams are attacking them. That could be an issue. Um, yeah, that could be an issue. You give up a set. They, you know, people get. They gave up a, their their best their their all star center for a bunch of draft picks. And this all-star center was basically protecting the rim for them. And now they have no rim protectors. Kelly Olenek? Come on, dude. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, as far as far as like, you know, Rudy Gobert and where he went, how, shit, how, how, how well are they doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it's turning into a, almost a, honestly, I, I, I'm starting to lean towards the just winning this trade, honestly. Because I don't know if you've been noticing, but they've been making a big deal about Anthony Edwards in Minnesota. Um, and he kind of addressed it in the media. They were asking him, oh, why you haven't been dunking that much this year? And a lot of people are, you know, a lot of sports writers are saying that the reason why there are no driving lanes for Anthony Edwards is because Rudy Gobert is always down there. So you don't really have enough room to really like accelerate, take off, and dunk on people like he was doing his first few seasons. 
Mm, okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, yeah, the Timberwolves ain't getting off to a good start. They, they won two in a row, but they're not off to a good start. Uh, but, yeah, like, it, it's, it's kind of weird. Warriors can't win a, a, a road game and save their life, but we'll see what happens. I'm not panicking about the Warriors yet. And uh, Oh, speaking of teams who won trades, bro, I got to give props to Houston Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> for how they for how they maneuvered that whole that, 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 that situation where it looked like they were they could have just traded uh uh Harden for, for Ben Simmons and they, they decided oh, yeah. to they decided to fall back and basically use the Nets as a middleman. Yeah. And then fleece them of all their picks. Yeah. And they don't have to be bothered with Ben Simmons. Like kudos to them. That was a smart move. You know that was Ben Simmons' first game over double digits against the Kings. Wow! Scoring over double digits, yeah, eleven points. No wonder, no wonder KD popping off. <laughs> yeah, yeah he been going Wait. off team trash. That's why we. That's pretty much what he's saying. So, bro, the vultures are circling him, man. Like teams are. Teams are going to start being like, yo, well, we'll get you so-and-so and so-and-so for Kevin Durant since he's so unhappy. Right. It's a ne- it's a mess over there in Brooklyn, man. It is a mess. Your star point guard <laughs> saying all this anti-Semitic stuff. You know, one in four people in Brooklyn is Jewish. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> But that's 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 neither here nor there. Yeah, I, I thought Katie was a little out of pocket. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I didn't like I didn't like those comments. It's like, bro, you chose to come here. You you were with the Warriors. That's why I want. That's why I wanted to trade. Is he a free agent? This this no, coming this, this next summer. First, this is the first of a four year contract. Jeez. I know Kyrie is a free agent. <laughs> Which is a perfect segue to these, these, these trades I found uh, off Bleacher Report. You ready to hear them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let me let, let me know if you agree with these trades or not. So, Man, bro, and I bet not, I bet not hear no Lakers and, uh, 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 proposals in this, bro. The Lakers mess is they mess. They made that bed and I'm lying. I don't want to. I, I did you this bleach report. Bet not have no Lakers trades on here. I, I think you're gonna be disappointed. You're gonna be disappointed. I have not seen the list yet, but, but please shut up about the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. So these are. So I found this bleach report, and it's called. Yeah, hold on, I'm pulling up the title. It's called Five NBA Trades That Need to Happen Right Now. All right. Uh, so I'm going to just run them down to you and uh, get your thoughts on these. The first one, the Utah Jazz received Miles Turner from the Indiana Pacers in exchange for Taylor Horton Tucker, Walker Kelsey, Kessler, Rudy Gay, and a 2023 first round pick lottery protected. I like it, but I think I think the Jazz are giving up too much. I think so too. Like lead lead a pick out of it. Probably leave Rudy Gay out of it. I mean, like 
I think Rudy What's... gave him a firing contract, so that's maybe why they threw him in there. Okay, okay. Um, that's not a bad. It's not. It's not terrible. I think, like I said, I think they would be giving up too much for Miles Turner, but um, that's not. It's not. It's not bad. They need. They need something. They need a fresh the Jazz got a lot of traffic picks anyway, too. So oh, do they, they can afford to give up a lot of yeah, because they, they got a lot in return from the Rudy Gobert trade. That's right. That's right. So they can afford to give up a draft pick at this point, but that, I I would rate this trade a six out of ten. I I, I, I don't, it, especially if especially if the Jazz it, and I've and I've addressed the fact that they do have rim protection issues. Turner solves that for them and that can make the Jazz uh, a, a semi-play-in slash low-key team. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but could be a good piece to add to whatever they... I don't know what the Jazz vision is for the future, but hey, it, it's, a, it's a decent start. Uh, Miami Heat receives Kyle Kuzma, Monty Morris, and my boy, Will Barton in exchange for the Washington Wizards point guard. Uh, well, not the Washington Wizards point guard, but in exchange for point guard Kyle Lowry, Hayward Highsmith, and a first-round draft pick. So, so, so they're kind of done with the Kyle Lowry experiment, huh? Dude, that Kyle Lowry, yeah. Yeah. Um... I can see why the Heat would do it, but I can't see why. Yeah, I can't see why the Wizards would want to do that. The Wizards will receive who again, other than Kyle Lowry? Wizards will receive Kyle Lowry, Haywood Highsmith, and a 2023 first round pick. Mm, nah, nah. If I'm if I'm the Wizards, I'm, I'm gonna take a pass on that. <clears throat> yeah, that's whack. Uh, next, the Brooklyn. Nets trade Kyrie Irving in exchange for Tim Hardaway Jr. and the White Pal. Hmm. I don't know. Um, how does uh, I was gonna say how does it help Brooklyn, but I mean I, I two players who can play, I guess, is better than one player who can't play because he's always involved in scandals. Right. Um and now, like Powell, Powell is a good defensive player too, so they do need defense. Right now, doesn't Luca play the point? That's the part that I don't like. I, I'm like, how how is Kyrie and Luca gonna close like coexist in the backcourt? They both need the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that one. I don't like the I don't like this trade either. I don't like this one either. Um, I'm gonna skip this next one, but remember, uh, here's another one. The Knicks trade Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly, Derek Rose, a 2023, a 2025, and a 2027 first round pick, and a 2023 first round pick from the Dallas. Mavericks in exchange for Kevin Durant. Mm, so who's left? Who would be left on the Knicks for KD to play with? 
All right, Jalen Bronson will still be there. RJ Barrett, uh, Mitchell Robinson will still be there. Uh, Obi Toppin. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'm. I don't want to give up quickly, man. If I'm the Knicks, I don't give up quickly. But you're getting Kevin Durant though. For, for for at least you know what three years until he he requests a trade. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They wouldn't have no bench. They, I mean, he would. He would be. Fournier is still there. Okay. Uh, everything else don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know. I think he would still be in the same same position he would be in in Brooklyn. Like they'll be looking, you know, everybody be looking at him to save him at it for every game. I mean, the only saving grace you really got left there is Jalen Bronson and RJ Barrett. Yeah, I'm starting to think Jalen Bronson is a little overrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's all right. He ain't nothing special, you know. Yeah, he, he had a nice little, you know, playoff show out last year, but you think you he's know. entering J.R. Smith territory? I'm starting to think that, bro. Uh oh, uh oh, might have a uh oh. We got a first can, uh uh, uh, uh first can <laughs> recipient of the yeah. J.R. Smith Award. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. Oh man, well we'll see. I don't know, man. I'm fifty fifty on this trade. Uh, for the Knicks, I mean, uh, the Knicks are not going to frown upon getting KD. Knicks fans aren't because they want a superstar in their, on their team. That's what they play. <clears throat> but I don't understand. I wouldn't understand this for the Nets side of things. Um, Julius Randle, uh, Derrick Rose, who might be retiring soon. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, you get really to the scraps right there. It's like, um. Yeah, Julius Randle's getting booed by Knicks fans. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, and last but not least, last but not least, you're gonna hate this one. Um. The Atlanta Hawks trade John Collins. Uh, this African player. I hate it already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this African player, I don't even know his name. Justin Unless John Collins is coming to the Bulls, I hate it already. <laughs> a 2023 first, a 2024 first from the Kings in exchange for Anthony Davis. What? <laughs> why would why would the Hawks give up a pick and a guy who's in all likelihood their future center? <laughs> with with tons of potential, he hasn't even reached yet. He John Collins hasn't even peaked yet, and he's already impressive. And has years ahead of him. You're going to trade him for a guy who's always disabled? Why? why I, oh man, no! I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> always disappointed. Why don't you just go ahead and throw Trey Young in there too, uh, Atlanta? Always the fellowship. <laughs> go, go go ahead and and and, and, and 
and throw Trey Young in the trade. You know what I'm saying? Help out. <laughs> give, 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 give LeBron a little more help. <laughs> I don't even think LeBron would want to trade like that. Yes, he would. <laughs> Yes, he would. Oh, oh man. Man, Bleacher Report, man. Y'all shouldn't have put that out there. Because now that's that might... <laughs> the Hawks general manager, he going to go out like, what's his name? Uh, the, the dude that was working for the Pelicans that wouldn't trade Anthony Davis. Remember that? <laughs> and then yeah, mysteriously got fired just for them yeah. to give up more? Right, right. In exchange for Anthony. <laughs> we talked about that on the podcast, too. Just, just to take a, a worse deal. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't so know the hard trades. Only one of them really sit well. Yeah, well, the NBA is in a position where they just need to they need to stand pat with the teams they got. Yeah, I mean, look at the parity, man. The parity is amazing in both conferences, man. There's only like, I mean. There are only five teams that don't even have five wins yet. That's impressive so far. Yeah, it's wide open, bro. It is wide open. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I love the parody. Let's keep it the way it is, man. We don't need to... I mean, I know it's certain teams that are trying to rebuild and and, want to get some... I I know the Pacers have been trying to get out. It seems like the Pacers have been trying to get rid of Miles Turner forever, but... Like, if you gotta get rid of him, get rid of him, man. Like, I don't know what's taking so long. I'm getting tired of talking about him. Get him off my timeline, please, Pacers. Uh, but other than that, like, everybody else needs to just stand pat, man. I don't want to hear yeah. no trades about the Raptors. I don't want to hear no trades about the Cavs or, or the Hawks. No, no. Everybody, everybody, find the way they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Run it back. And Bulls fans get this whole, and I've heard this little, this has been irritating me, you know, this whole thing with Anthony Davis. Oh, oh, the Bulls need trade Vucevic for Anthony Davis. No. No. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. As much as people, Vucevic irritates some Bulls fans, at least he's healthy. Yeah. At least he plays every night. And and he's and he ain't out there, you know. He's still gonna get you some double doubles. He's still, you know, he's not that as bad as everybody makes him out to be. So, come on, man. You want to trade Vucevic with somebody that barely plays because he's always hurt? <laughs> I don't get this fascination with Anthony Davis. Like his his best years are clearly behind him. He's yes, yes. Oh, Anthony, look, look at the game he had the other night. He had 30 and 17. Yeah. Well, what's what's going to happen the next game? 12, oh, 12, that's right. He ain't playing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, load management. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on Anthony Davis, guys. Yeah, I, I don't get the fascination with him. I really don't. Real quick, uh, you had a mailbag question. I did. Yeah. I did. Um, mailbag question. Who was your first interracial celebrity crush? <laughs> I was uh, talking about this with a group of other brothers in my in another text group I'm in. And um yeah, it was an interesting convo. 
I would uh, as a as a child like how are we oh man because see for me as a child you, you you don't really put too much stock in that because you just whatever um I I don't know I, I would have to say for me um it, and my wife knows this so I can say this on wax uh Jessica Alba that was your first as far as mature me. You know, oh, okay, okay. Mature me. Young me, like watching TV as a kid and, and going into my, my teenage years, I would have to go with Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got Topanga on their list. That, ta- Topanga, man. Ta- ta- Topanga was an all-star. She was an all-star. <laughs> you know... <laughs> yep, and, and she still and, and Tobago still looks good to this day. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. I she, saw she the same Battle Bell uh, reunion they did a few years back, but yeah, um, not to say Battle Bell Boys Meet Boy Meets World um, reunion they did, but yeah, yeah, she still looks the same. Just, just, just older. That's all. Okay, okay. Yeah, for me, I thought. Like, like going back, back. I thought I, I'm, I, I was pretty sure my first one was um, my first interracial crush was uh, Christina Ritchie. Christina Ritchie, okay. Lionel Ritchie's daughter. No, 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 no. Christina Ritchie from uh, she was in um, what was she in? She was in the Adams Family movies. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, Christina Richie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it was her, but then as I, I thought about it some more, there was somebody was who Black I actually Snake too. You said what? She was in Black Snake Snake Mall with uh Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, sure was, sure was. But as I thought about it, it actually I think my first interracial crush was Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano from uh Who's the Boss? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody loved her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she still look good. Yeah, she 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 aged well too. She aged well too. She she uh almost got like a a black flavor to her anyway. You Maybe that's I mean? why I liked her. But like <laughs> five, at, at age five six, I, oh man, I love me some Melissa Milano. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Alyssa, yeah, she, she definitely aged well, and she's only, and she's fifty-two. Really? She is fifty-two years old, man. Oh, she's up there. No, not not fifty-two. She's fifty. She's fifty. She just turned fifty, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm butchering her age, but yeah, she's fifty. She just made fifty this year, or she's about. Actually, she's about to make fifty in December. Okay. So she's 49 now. But yeah, she's been in the business for a long time. I mean, we've watched her grow up, man. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. I remember my first Latino crush, uh, too, was uh, Selma Hayek. 
Oh, uh, was it from the the um, Dust Till Dawn days? Yep, that was her premiere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think everybody is uh, crushing on her now. That that when that movie was hot. Uh, as far as Latino, I would have to go. Let me see. So I'm, I'm, I, I got to get better with names. She's in uh, Do the Right Thing. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. I'm, yeah, I don't know why I get those two mixed up. Yes, Rosie Perez. Definitely. You see, I always consider My her black. My stepfather used to love Rosie Perez. Uh, let me see. Let me look up her uh, nationality. Because I remember she she always had uh, she had a long running uh, rivalry with uh, with Jennifer Lopez. She did, she did. I mean, um, she's she's probably like Afro Latina or something like that. But like, I, I in my head, I always associated her as being more black than Latina. So her mother is Puerto Rican, and her father is Puerto Rican. Mm, I don't buy it. It's 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 <laughs> it's some black in there somewhere. <laughs> you don't want to believe you gonna turn one of her parents into a black. <laughs> I mean, she's. I'm sure she's got some black in her. I mean, if she did one of those like you know ancestor things, you know, I'm sure she's got some black in her. One, if not both of her parents, was to have something else. I I, I can promise you that. Yeah, that's true. They probably just saying they Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. They probably have Dominican or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah, they got them down as both Puerto Ricans. Yeah, but I love me some Rosie Perez too. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, she's 58. 58, man. One of the best opening credit scenes of all time oh yeah oh yeah so I mean Spike Lee knew what he was doing when he, he made that opening credit and it was just you know, you know definitely a good way to start off a, a movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 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 it any any anything else one more question man What's the toilet seat policy in your house between you and your wife? Do you do y'all do the whole like always leave the toilet seat up thing? Um, I mean, for me, you know, I was I was surrounded by I was raised around a lot of women growing up, so uh, it, it, the seat always had to be down. It was mandatory. There were seats always had to be down. It wasn't. I was not. I was not allowed to let that seat up, especially with my mom. My mom will, will, yes. Oh, and by the way, and by the way, just a little toilet seat etiquette. Uh, uh, and this is just a little message to brothers out here, man. Yo, <laughs> and I know this is this might be too much information for some, but this is this is magnificent vibes, man. We shoot from the hip on this show. <laughs> we raw and uncut here. Yo, man, wipe that seat, man. Wipe, wipe the lid after y'all use it. Like, wipe, wipe it. Get it a tissue, and because when you when you splatter, it 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 it, it thatters. It, it gets all on the thing. It's, it splats everywhere, man. And then you open up. 
that is the most bit you go over somebody's house man man I, oh, I gotta use the bathroom man and you lift that seat up man you see nothing but i mean the toilet seat is just yellow it's just the whole <laughs> the whole rim is yellow like, yeah see if you wipe yeah if you wipe you shouldn't have to worry about that my whole thing is like, because people be like, yeah, if I leave the toilet seat up, it's going to be a problem. It's, uh, it's like, first of all, I leave the toilet seat down anyway, because, yeah, if I'm wiping and, you, you know, it's just going to be wiped and it's going to be clean. And it's like, I, I just don't get grown people who be like, I almost fell in. It's like, who doesn't check a toilet before they sit on it? <laughs> and even if I did leave it up, it takes a fraction of a second to put it down. <laughs> so, like, we don't even have a policy in my household because it's me, my son, and my wife. But, like, I just never understood that. Like, why that was such a big deal in some households. Like, oh, it, it, if the toilet seat's up, put it down. We, we would need a woman's point of view on this show to, to, to get a woman's perspective of why that that is the case with when it comes to you know because i know danita you know that drives her crazy you know as far as you know leaving that seat up you know and put, are you are you in that much of a rush is your bladder that weak they like taking a half second to put the seat down it's like just too much to ask i don't i don't know i can't answer that and who and who's like who's almost fell in it's like okay why didn't you look to see i've never i've never used the toilet and not looked at it first yes. you know what i mean we, we, I, I go even further, man. You know, some people don't even, and I've heard people say this in, in random conversations where we've had deep discussions about this particular topic. Do some dudes be like, hey, man, I don't, I don't lift the, the seat up at, at all. I just, you know, aim correctly. That's what I do. At least I, I think I'm aiming correctly. I just keep it down and aim correctly. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. You know, so <laughs> the one time I did not look at the toilet before I sat on it, I was I was in the house and I had been drinking. I was getting my Noah on and um, I had to go go to the bathroom and like the lights were out. And like I didn't for whatever reason, like the light in the hallway was on. So I didn't bother to cut, cut the light on in the bathroom and the whole the whole seat was down to cover everything. And I, I I pulled my pants down and sat down too quick, and banged my um, banged my stuff up against the uh, up on the closed toilet, <laughs> and was like in pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was like the one time. But like I said, I, I was I had been drinking. The lights were off. You know, I was I was rushing. But like, yeah, who does not look at a toilet before they use it? Yeah, mm, no. Nah. I, 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 like I said, I, I can't. That's the mystery, man. For me, for me. But it's just such a habit for me to just let the seat down. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. And if you know you live with a man, and like he might periodically leave a seat up, and you're gonna like make a big deal of it. I don't know. To me, that's kind of selfish. <laughs> Maybe he was in a rush. You know what I'm saying? I forgot to put the seat down or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either, man. I don't know either. 
But uh, yeah, man, let's we gonna get into a commercial break. Yes. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Back. Oh, oh, I want to do something special for this commercial break. Oh, for sure, for sure. I want to plug a black-owned Chicago-based business entitled OhSoMedicinal.com. O H S O Medicinal. <laughs> .com. Um, it is an online apothecary that sells teas, tinctures, salves, uh, all types of cool uh, organic health and wellness products. Um, and, uh, you know, if you support vibes and stuff, if you support magnificent vibes, I think you should support osomedicinal.com. Um, they, they have a great uh, selection. And uh, please, please check them out. Check them out. Oh, for sure, for sure. They are a shoot supporter me, of vibes and stuff. Shoot me that info too. Absolutely. Yep. It's it's black. Like I said, it's black owned. It's woman owned, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Chicago based. All right, all right. So we gonna get to our next. Uh, we, we we I wanted to come back to this topic. Uh, Shaq and the fool. We both been Shaq and fool fans. <laughs> For the longest and um i just got a couple of questions lined up for it uh and it starts with our shack and the fool mount rushmore man uh i got five players is it is it four players on mount rushmore or five or it's, it's four it's four okay okay well i gotta believe one i gotta believe one but uh i got my i got my four man you ready for them yeah you yeah, might yeah. have the same ones and also after the show, I got a dedicate. I got a stack of food dedication prepared for for the for the finale. Uh, not for the finale, but for the end of the show. Um, so um, first on my stack of food, Mount Rushmore, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on mine too. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins, man. The, the, my favorite Kendrick Perkins Shaq and the Fool of all time. <laughs> I know the I know the one you're thinking of. Probably the one where he passes to Kobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, was that the one where he was like slamming the ball afterwards down? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. That's that that's my another. number one. That's my number one. He was dribbling up the court like he was uh like he was a point guard, and he told uh, KD to clear out, and then he yeah, 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 yeah. And KD grabbed the ball and slammed it. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, Kendrick. Kendrick definitely is uh is part of the Mount Rushmore, Shaq and the Fool Mount Rushmore. Up next, I got Russell Westbrook. <laughs> he's definitely going on there. He's got a lot of I mean, he's still he still be on Shaq and the Fool all the time, especially since he's been with the Lakers. So um <laughs> at, my third head on the Mount Rushmore, and this is another reason. This is another reason why he will never ever be the GOAT. <laughs> That's LeBron James, man. <laughs> yeah, LeBron has a surprising amount of appearances on Shaq and the Fool. Man, he's got some awesome appearances on Shaq and the Fool. I just watched this morning, I just watched the compilation of LeBron James on Shaq and the Fool. Some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen, man. This is y'all GOAT. This is y'all GOAT. It was one where he was just, he just had his hands folded on defense and let his man walk right past, run right past him and lay the ball in. 
Dang. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, man, you can't have you can't have Shaq no food without this next legend, JaVale McGee. Of course, of JaVale course, McGee. the Shaq in the full MVP. Yes, yes. He done yeah, had man. so many, bro. Like, like, my favorite one was <laughs> my favorite one. He was running up the court. I got so many. But he was running up the court and he ended up on top of that dude's back. <laughs> like he was riding him like <laughs> and Shaq, Shaq was like ride him cowboy giddy up <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> he was like he was right on this dude's back it's like what do you what do the refs even do? Javel <laughs> <laughs> McGee, tragic the, the the he gave birth to tragic Bronson. By the time they still had the ball, he ran back on defense. <laughs> <laughs> tragic Bronson. By the time he went on a fast break. It looked like he could have just dunked it. He just failed. (laughs) (laughs) It's so many good ones, man. It's so many good ones. I mean, just... Oh, man. Yeah, he was was on a fast break. You got three of my... You got three of my four. I I would replace LeBron with Dwight Howard though with 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 Superman. Uh, yeah, Superman <laughs> is in the building. <laughs> we got about Dwight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get like, back to Javale McGee. Remember the one where he he missed the dunk. He missed the dunk and then tried to run back on defense and got uh a, and ran into a screen. Yeah, <laughs> it totally took him out of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, it, it was times I was like wondering, like, what is up with his hand-eye coordination, man? Like, uh, uh, Javale passing the ball, <laughs> he, he did a fine pass on a fast break before he went out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. I that too. <laughs> and then uh, what was so funny is when they show the coach's reaction to yeah, they, they just be shaking their head, bro. Oh man! <laughs> and then it's like Javale McGee playing volleyball. <laughs> yeah, he brought the guy aside and just threw it. <laughs> when, he, when he blocked the shot by sticking his hand through the rim. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we got to that dude face the dude pushed him and Jarrell just popped. <laughs> yeah. He just blew his mouth. <laughs> oh man. If you yeah, guys yeah. want a good laugh in life, man, go on YouTube. 
and just and just look up JaVale McGee, man. Jack in the fool. It is some of the best comedy you will ever see. Oh, absolutely. It got, it got so bad. And this is why JaVale is the gold of Shaq and the Food because it got so bad that they actually got into a beef that where both moms had to get involved and squash the beef. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know it was a real beef beef. You know, I just thought they was talking slick about each other. You think it was made for TV? Amazing. Yeah, remember, remember when they brought him on? They they interviewed him. They inside the NBA crew, and like Javale was like, "No, I don't, I don't watch Shaq and the Coon." Shaq and the Coon. <laughs> yeah, he and, like, a, uh, <laughs> and Ernie Johnson was like, "Oh my, oh my!" It was almost like it wasn't as bad as this. But remember the Jim ever Jim Rohn sit, uh, throw down where uh, Jim Rohn was calling it, uh, Jim ever Chris ever the tennis player. The female tennis player. No, I ain't remember that. Like if you call me Chris one more time, <laughs> and he jumped over the table and tackled him. Oh, I gotta send you that video, dude. That's the classic. <laughs> that that was classic. That was classic. But it was kind of like on that level. But they wasn't in the same room. But I think if they were in the same room, it could have they could have had a, a Jim Ever Jim Rome type situation. But yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, man, he tackled Jim Rome and knocked him over the table. <laughs> oh, wow. And Jim Rome's a jerk anyway, he deserves But yeah, yeah. Yeah, do yourself a favor, man. Look up some Shaq and the Fool. But you, so your four is who now? It's uh, it's Russell Westbrook, it's Kendrick Perkins, it's JaVale McGee, and it's Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, okay. Yeah, Dwight is <laughs> stupid, man. <laughs> but you gotta love it do you think that with all that being said do you think that Jack and the Fool has lost his steam over the years yeah yeah I mean it's it's still material out there but like I think players have gotten more conscious that like man if I do something stupid it's gonna end up on Shaq and the Fool yeah so players have kind of tightened up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Except D'Angelo Russell. Did you see what happened with him? No. Nah. <laughs> he got subbed in, right? But he didn't leave the the, the uh, scores table. And they inbounded the ball and everything. They ran a couple of plays. And he's still sitting there at the scores table. When he, he should have been on the court? At the last minute. Huh? Well, he should have been on the court? Yeah, he should have been on the court. Oh, wow. So they're playing five on four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know I was subbed back in. Oh, wow. They called your name. They called your name on the Jotron, idiot. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's that's why they six and eight right now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, I, I I agree. I don't think um, you know there, there's still some funny moments in Shaq and the Fool. It's just not as good because all the legends are gone. I mean, LeBron is on there. You know, LeBron and Westbrook make regular appearances, but I mean, you know, nothing nothing is better than Kendrick Perkins and Javale. Yeah. 
Try Jake Bronson. <laughs> Take Rod from Getting Out Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> they place they replaced the player to put a real horse on. <laughs> yeah. Um let's go let's go into this theater space battle real quick, man. Mm. I know you're a big cereal head. Last time we we, we talked, we had hostess going up against uh, Little Debbie. This week we got uh we got Kellogg's going up against General Mills. And um, I was looking through this the, the, the rosters, man, for both of these these brands. It was, it was a little tough for me, but uh, if you don't have them in front of them, if you don't have like a clear winner, let me know, man. What you what you think? What's, what's, what's your take on these? Okay, I did not have a chance to look at it. I'm, I'm looking at it for the first time now. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Kellogg's roster. They got, they got Apple Jacks. They got Raisin Bran. They got, you know, they got Corn Pops, Honeycomb. What else? Captain Crunch. Okay. Well, no, wait. Is this, is this Kellogg's? Or General Mills? Oh no, that's post. Post. No, that's post. That's post. That's post. Kellogg's, man. I don't know, man. Ain't not really, ain't not really jumping out to me on, on Kellogg's roster. Okay, so Kellogg's, I'm gonna fill up Kellogg's roster too. Uh, so they got, they got <coughs> flakes, raisin bran, frosted flakes, pops, fruit loops. Apple Jacks, Honey Smacks, and that's it. Corn Flakes, of course. I mean, Corn Pops, they, they, they shoot. Corn Pops is the, is the only real one of them I really mess with. Mm, mm. So General Mills, we got uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cheerios, Lucky Charms, Reese's Puffs, Tricks. Wheaties, checks, fiber one. Oh, they got kicks. Yeah, kicks. Um, I think kicks is, 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 is yeah, they got kicks. They got kicks. They got kicks. They got. Hey, man. I'm going to give it. They got Wheaties. It's like, I'm going to have to give it to General Mills, man. Yeah, I... I, I... I mean, Honey Nut Cheerios alone will do it for me. Uh-huh. Um, But they also got... I mean, I mess with Lucky Charms. I mess with... I mess with uh, Tricks. I mess with... Uh, I actually mess with Corn Checks. Um, they got Cookie Crisp. They got a solid. They got yeah. I didn't really mess with Cocoa Puffs or Golden Grams, but they got a they got a solid roster. Ain't really nothing on the Kellogg side shooting out to me, sticking out to me. It looks like Post is the one that with the with the slept on roster though. That's why I didn't really go. I feel like if I went Post, it would have been unfair. Yeah, Post stated Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I think I think Post uh, got some underrated brands. Uh, for cereal, I mean, 
And they also got Quake. Uh, I think, um, see, they got Hunt Home, they got Fruity Pebbles. Um, they got the uh, Oreo cereal, they got Golden Crisp. Great games, great grains, I mean. Uh, let's see, another butter. Yeah, Post, Post got a lot of like brand, like brand name, like cookie type flavored stuff. You know, like, you know, Oreos and I even see uh, they, they got a, uh, they also got the Hershey Kiss they just dropped. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. So Post come out I with a lot of concoction like cereals. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't eat a whole lot of cereal these days. And my I son's not big on cereal. I'm more of like an oatmeal, bacon and eggs kind of guy. Me too. You know, but uh, who who does who does honey bunches of oats? Honey bunches of oats, I think. Uh, Post, Post does them. Oh yeah, Post, Post got the crown. So, so, so you got Post beating both of them, Kellogg's and. I do, I do. Man, nice little sneak up there. That's a nice little sneak victory right there. That's. that's, that's <laughs> I like how you did that. Post came through with the with the last minute Post shot. Came <laughs> Post came out of nowhere, kicked the door, man. They kicked in the door on this versus battle. Um, for me, I, I'm a I'm a just go with Kellogg's, man. I, I I'm just going off what I've ate the most, as, you know, as a child growing up. Now, uh, even though I say I would say now I've gravitated more towards general meals because I feel like the cereal is a little bit more healthier than Kellogg's products because Kellogg's products is like nothing but sugar. Yeah, it's just sugar and corn. They burn up, man. Kellogg's burn up. We ate them when we was kids, but we didn't know no better. No, we didn't. I did a poll on Instagram in regards to uh, this battle. And Kellogg's won. 55% went for Kellogg's. 45% went for General Mills. But I even took it further. And, um, and you're going to like this one. <clears throat> so I, I had to, I had people put in comments. And the comment is towards the worst cereal ever award. Uh, you know, the, the, the worst cereal ever award goes to. And here are some of the cereals that people said were the worst cereals in the world. So we got uh, Chex. One person said Chex. Wait, as the best? As the worst. Oh, the worst, the worst. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I already know what the worst is. <laughs> uh, Chex. One person said Chex. Another person said Great Nuts. Dude, it's got to go to Great Nuts. <laughs> I gotta give it to Great Nuts. More, the most people said Great Nuts. Great Nuts um, is terrible, bro. Yeah, most people commented Great Nuts. Uh, Raisin Bran came in the conversation as the worst. What? Raisin Bran is far from the worst. Uh, Fiber One was voted Fi as one of the worst. Fiber One is is terrible. Uh, Kicks. Yeah, that Kicks got one vote. Bad. Kicks is not that bad to me. If you think Kicks is the worst cereal ever, you you grew up spoiled. <laughs> uh, Corn Flakes also made the list. 
cornflakes is bad, but see, corn, see, it, it's, it's about how you freak it, Rodney. Yeah, cornflakes didn't have, wasn't hitting on much, but she gets you some, she cuts you up some bananas and some strawberries, throw a little sugar in there if you sugar ain't your thing, a little honey, and you could, you could, you could punch up some some cornflakes. I think people get turned off by cornflakes because it's in everyone's grandma's house. <clears throat> true, true. But it's, it's 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 a way you could punch it up. Ain't no punching up uh grape nuts, bro. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> ain't no punching up no grape nuts, man. Uh last but not least, one 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 person put a vote in for frosted flakes. And then that's it. Whoever said kicks and frosted flakes and raisin bran do not know what the heck they're talking about. They probably grew up in a gated community. <laughs> and they don't know the struggle. Oh, we got a couple more. We got a couple more that I just checked. I just checked. Rice Krispies. What? Somebody voted for Rice Krispies and another third. Oh, shout out to Jordan. Jordan put in a vote. <laughs> shout out to Jordan. Stay us member. Uh, uh, he put Wheaties. He said Wheaties is overrated. Ain't nobody overrating Wheaties. Everybody knows what Wheaties is. Like Wheaties, Wheaties is the breakfast of champions. If you're trying to get your life together and be an athlete, then yeah, you probably eat Wheaties. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody overrating Wheaties. I like Wheaties personally. I don't have a problem with Wheaties. And worst cereal ever. Whoever says that has not had grape nuts. Uh, eat, eat you some grape nuts and then come back and tell me which is which would you rather have grape nuts or, or Wheaties or grape nuts or kicks? I mean the, the cereal box looks disgusting by <laughs> itself. It, it, it just looks like a bunch of breadcrumbs and, and, and strawberries and blueberries. You, you might as well eat sandpaper. Bro, bro, and, and it contains neither grapes nor nuts. So Nothing. why is it called grape nuts? <laughs> it's just like little con compressed balls of like concrete, bro. Ugh. Ugh. Grape nuts is terrible, man. Yeah, grape nuts is trash. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh yeah man, nice nice little curveball on that fear space, man. Post came in and, 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 and stole the show. Shout out to Post. Shout out to Post. And uh shout out to the people that put in a votes and, and all that too for Fox Kids. Yeah, y'all bugging, man. Great nuts is the worst <laughs> ever. And said y'all bugging, so hey, I agree. <laughs> yeah. We got some awards to give out, man. Start with the Brother Sanders Award. You got one? Yeah, the Brother Sanders uh, Side Eye Award, Award this week goes to Lupita Nyongao. Okay, okay. I like that one. I like that one. Did you check it out yet? I have not, but I saw her uh, red carpet uh, showing. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It, it's, as far as the movie is concerned, it's worth watching. It's worth watching. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm probably going to see it next week because I've I just been so busy with other stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> it's worth watching. Worth watching. Um, Big Hair Rico Award. Uh, mine's going to, go to, to, to to KD, man. Um, Again, I'm eating my banana at him. You know, I ain't, 
I mean, like what he said after that game against the Kings, you know, that's just, that's, that's, that's a, that's a real leader. It's a real leader, KD. Yeah, he actually got my big head Rico award too, man. Like, you know, he, he, I, I don't know what his game plan is. I, I think it's just a matter of time before he forces his way out because bro, they are not bringing back Kyrie next year. Not after all of this drama. And I would be shocked if they brought back Kyrie, but you got three years left on your schedule, on your, on your contract. So he he's gonna try something to get it to get traded or something, bro. Yeah. yeah we'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned. Uh S is the oldest award. Nas go to 21 Savage, man. Did you hear his latest comments on Nas? I did. I did. Like, like really? Irrelevant. Yeah, he walked it back because even people like Kodak Black was like calling oh, him Kodak. Back. I didn't know that. I didn't know he walked it back. Yeah, he walked it back. I was like, oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. Like, I would never disrespect a legend like Nas. And even Kodak Black came out and, and attacked him for it. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, was somebody like that got to come? Um, wow, that says a lot, man. That says a lot, but, you know, it shows the impact that Nas had on the game. Uh, you know, and Keys uh, Disease 3 got something to say. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, check, check out our review we did on the channel, on the vibes and stuff. Oh, yeah, I haven't gotten to the Kings Disease yet because... Like I said, I'm still digesting that. Um, but I did listen to the uh, Marnie Caesar and uh, Westside Gun review. Y'all did that was that was solid. That was solid. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what did what did you think of the albums? Uh, for real briefly, real briefly, I, I, I love it. I love Tim. I love Tim. I love Tim. <laughs> man. I that last track, I mean that we formed Voltron. You know what? It was not one. You know, we with Poxy Cuts usually is is like maybe a couple of, you know, guys that just man, give you a whole hum burst. No man, everybody came with it, man. Everybody came with it. It, it was just and, and and dude is um it's Stone got officially like a, a member of the Zelda at this point. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to Stone God is actually he's actually signed to uh Buster Rhymes label. Right, but but like it just seems like he's a actual like member. Like he's just he's the he is Griselda at this point, man. He's all over the place, he's all over projects. Hey man, I tried to tell cats two years ago Stove God Cooks was coming. Ain't nobody listening to me though. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he yeah, 10 is 10 is a is light, that's a, light good, skin, that's a great swan song, man. Light skin bass runner like Derek Jeter. <laughs> he even threw in a everybody loves Raven uh line. He sure did uh, too. So I appreciate that. Yeah, Liz, Liz too. I, I really, I don't know. I, I, you guys touched on it. Y'all, y'all covered it. Y'all covered it really uh, well. I enjoyed it. I actually like Liz one better, but really, I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, 
there was a few songs in this too. I thought she got off to a great start and then I don't know, it was just yeah, you know. I, I don't know. I was I I walked away, you know, I wasn't disappointed in the project. You know, I, I, I did I do like some cuts off of it. I just wasn't just wasn't like blown away by this too. But hey, it is what it is. Maybe I need to listen to it a little bit more. But uh I, I honestly I what I will say is this. I think lyrically she is one of the most slept on female artists right now as far as lyrically. Um like the way she put like words together, she's real slick with her bars. Um you know <laughs> she she's just and I did see, I, I did listen to your, you had mentioned you watched up here. I did watch that same interview you was talking about. She do, like, she's a very smart person, man. Like, she's about her business. She ain't one of the artists that's out here just, you know, flaunting and talking trash and talking down on other female MCs. Like, she's, she's in this, she's about her business, man. And, you know, you appreciate hearing that from the young Yeah, yeah. The, the lyrics too is, is good. If I had to rate both albums, um, I would give the, um, the the ten. I would give an eight seven five, eight point seven five. Okay. And, oh, okay. Yeah. And for the Liz, I give uh, a seven. Solid seven. Man, honest, I'm, I'm I'm like the only person who thinks the Liz two was better than ten. <laughs> What did you, you know what? I didn't finish the Liz review at the very end. What did you give it? I gave it an 8.5, bro. Oh, nice, nice. I mean, that's, that's a good, that's a good score. That's a good score. I, I, I was initially going to give it like a 7.5, but the more and more I listened to it, I'm just like, man, this is a, this is an outstanding project. It wasn't perfect. It had a couple of missteps on it toward the very end, but like, bro, like, you did a song with Kodak Black that did not suck. That's true. That's true. I was surprised. I was surprised at that track. And, and then with the West Side, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. But I was expecting a little bit more fireworks from some of the guest appearances. Features. Yeah, I heard you say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I was I was I was OK with the features for me. Uh, and, you know, I'm looking at the only person I'm just pulling it up now. People didn't want to people, people, I think in their heart of hearts, they know the Armani Caesar is better than the West Side Gun. They just didn't want to say it. <laughs> it was better production-wise and lyrically. Like, let's not front. Look. I know, I know it's a female, and cats don't want to acknowledge when a female rapper is better than one of their favorite male rappers. But objectively speaking, it was a it was the better Griselda project. I didn't really care before SB Mac. And I brought him up too. I I didn't really care for him. I was uh Aesop Rocky, I've just never been a big fan of his. Uh, I, I feel like no matter how I feel like with ASAP, no matter how good he does on, even when he features on somebody's track, I'm just not into him, man. 
course it's not. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, miss me, miss me with St. Mac. I'm sorry. Yeah, miss me with him. Yeah, don't you know? I look out at St. Mac. You you look out like 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 <laughs> you in the way, bro. Hey, you gonna hate me. You gonna hate me for this, man. You gonna hate me for saying this, though. <laughs> I kind of like Black God Junior, man. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stand that track. Because <laughs> it was unexpected. Like, I, what, it, it, it caught me off guard too in the beginning. But then I was like, you know what? You know, I think he was just showing, I think he, I think Westside was just showing that, like, I can go that route if I want to, but. You know, it is what it is. Didn't his son do the beat or something like that? Yeah, his son produced that beat. Yeah, you know, I think he was just doing a good father and son, you know, type type of tribute. You know what I mean? To go out with yeah, the that's athlete. cool. Get, get it, get it out the way early. But he yeah, really should get it out the way early. I'm glad he didn't put. I feel like the placement was good because it, like you said, you got it out the way. All right, now let's get back to do my Griselda thing, and then right, he goes right in the super, super kick yeah. party, bro. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. Over there with daddy, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then because I feel like if he would have put Fly Guy Junior somewhere in the middle, it would have threw off the whole album. So I'm like, all right, you, you got that out the way. All right, he wants to put his son on the album. Good, great. All right, let's keep it moving. You know, but uh, yeah, man, Cuddy Award. Cuddy Award is going to Chuck and Shaq and the whole Inside the NBA TNT crew uh, for their most recent uh, contract signings. They are getting yeah. to the bag, and uh, I'm happy for them, man. They deserve the money, man. They 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 really made uh, basketball commentary fun. You know what I mean? The entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, mine's, yeah, mine's go to the Minnesota Vikings for a team that everybody's saying is going to win the Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills. It, it was, I know you ain't been keeping up with football, but that game was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. Uh, yeah, I'm, right, I'm I'm rooting for Buffalo. I don't keep up with football, but like I'm rooting for Buffalo. I hear they good. <laughs> Griselda is from Buffalo. I want to see. I want to see Griselda at the Super Bowl. That's all I want to see. Hey, I, I do want. I want to see Buffalo win too. I had to. I picked them to come out the AFC this year, so I was a little disappointed in a performance against the Vikings. Uh, what I wasn't disappointed at is that Vikings fan that tried to jump through a table. <laughs> what? <laughs> almost got a concussion because <laughs> you know that's the bills fan you know the bills mafia right they got that whole uh tradition you know in tailgating um where you got to jump through a table and, oh okay okay jacoby did it last i don't know if you saw jacoby uh do it last i do remember that i do remember that yeah <laughs> but he did he was he, there with griselda yeah, he was there with Griselda and everything. They had him jump through his table and all that stuff. Like that's that's what they do, you know. Bill, shout out to Bill's mafia too. But yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they got the best fans in the NFL, hands down. I don't think there's no argument there. But yeah, dude, like, yeah, <laughs> dude, jump from a bus, <laughs> the table, and the table didn't even it didn't even break, man. The table body slammed him. <laughs> You gotta see it, dude. It's hilarious. 
you played yourself a war. I don't have one this time. Uh, the Nets ownership again. Yeah. Oh, we not gonna have Kyrie play unless he get the vaccine. Oh, we gonna have him play. Kyrie can't come back till he tell us where he been for two weeks. Oh, he he don't owe us no explanation. Kyrie gonna have to. <laughs> Kyrie gonna have to prove if he not anti-Semitic. Oh, he said he not anti-Semitic. We believe him. Like, like Nets ownership was really goofy right now. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, we were entertaining uh, uh, pitches for uh, Russell Westbrook for Kyrie Irving. Oh, wait. Kevin Durant said he, he want to trade. Oh, okay, okay. We're we not doing that no more. <laughs> uh, just so wishy-washy, man. They don't know what they want to do. You know? Uh, Bulls. Uh, out in fact, Mill Carton Award. Mines go to the Bulls. And also, I got two awards, actually. The uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh they actually, the Rams have become, I think they're the first team in, in NFL history to win a Super Bowl and then the next year uh, start the season off with a losing record. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're trash. They're trash. Um, Neil Carden, for you? I actually don't have one. Oh, a bonus, and I got a bonus Mill Card Award for Ben Simmons. That's just just because. Uh, it's a shame award. Man, it's a shame what happened to Tame One. Man, man, I got I got a Tame One. I got Hurricane G. I got Kevin Conroy. Like, bro, all in one week. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was a Tame One fan, bro. Like. I'm an artifacts know? fan. Did they did they did they say how he died? All I heard was heart failure. Mm. Well, you know, he, he he used to do a lot of drugs back in the day too. Right. Smoking that embalming fluid and whatnot. <laughs> oh man. That that's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, shout out to those, you know. Uh Hurricane G, for those not familiar with, she was part of Red Man's uh, crew. And, uh, she was the voice. She was the voice on Tonight's Tonight. On Tonight's Tonight, yep. Exactly. Exactly. She was the chick uh, who did that little intro uh, transition. Yeah. Yeah. No Red Man. <laughs> Get off that. Get off that. Off stuff. You know how we do. Mike, check. Jack. <laughs> that was that that round with the flat tank line by the waistline, kicking the hype ish. <laughs> that's one of my favorite beats of all time, man. Just yes, like, it is. You should you should start the show on this beat, man. On that beat, like like as oh, a for show, sure. as a homage, man. Yeah, man. That's that's a good idea, man. I, 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 I'm gonna put that to work. Put that to work. Yeah, man. That, that's man. We keep losing them. We keep losing all the good ones, man. Yeah, man. We gonna have a, a the illest cipher in paradise. For sure. For sure. Any uh, I, I, I decided to return this. I don't know if we got one, but uh, hidden albums, man. You got any recommendations for the for the fans? 
Yes, 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 yes. For my for my deep hip hop heads, I I I liked when you did this segment too, Rodney. Uh, in the past, um, I'm gonna go ahead and plug an album from 2005 by the crew from the group The High and Mighty. Um, two two cats, two, two Jewish cats from uh, from Philadelphia. They did an album called called The Twelfth Man back in 2005. It is a banger. Um, it's got guest appearances from Reef the Lost Calls, Sean Price. Um, it's 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 a highly slept on album. They were one of those acts that were signed or associated with Ruckus Records back in the day. In fact, their debut was on Ruckus Records, but after Ruckus folded or they left or whatever they started their own label and they weren't of course didn't have the same amount of popularity after they left raucous but they have an album called the 12th man um it's got a whole basketball theme to it so that's the other reason why i'm recommending it but it's just dope rhymes dope beats battle rhymes stuff like that um you know if you if you if you if you were into the whole like raucous scene back in the day then you'll you'll like this album I got a uh, singing tip by Georgia Ann Muldrow. Um, huge fan of hers. Uh, she came out with an album two years ago called Mama You Can Bet. Um, but she don't go out by her usual Georgia Ann Muldrow name. She goes by an alter ego named Yodi. And uh, pretty dope, pretty dope project, man. Pretty dope. It was one of my favorite projects from that year in 2020. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's mine. That's mine. All right. All right. For sure. I think what's his name? Uh, I think Jason shouted it out on your show too once. Uh, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a project. He might have. Yeah. Yeah. Really good project. But uh, it, like it, it's, it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, like, dope. You know, albums to just put on in the background, making breakfast or something. You know, what I'm saying good morning right now. You know, get the day started. Gotcha, gotcha. But that's it. That's it. We gonna wrap it up. We gonna wrap it up here. Uh, oh, shout out to the to, to the uh, hidden track. If y'all missed it on the last episode, go back. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. No. Opening act track, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Honor all those opening acts we talked about, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, we got to get out of here. So, hey man, have a safe move and appreciate uh, you, yeah, man. We, I got my uh, oh, I'm sorry, one last word. Um, vibes and stuff is on sabbatical right now because of the move and everything, but once I get situated. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll be back up and running no later than December 12th, 13th. So enjoy those album reviews in the meantime, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I got to take a little time off. Hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. We'll be back um, in December, too. I got Thanksgiving cuts next week. Oh, that's right. That's always a busy week for barbers, man. So I'm going to be super busy that week. So, yeah, man. You know, take the time and uh, we'll definitely definitely try to hop on our vibes and stuff episode when I get a chance to. Your, your wrist going to be aching. <laughs> it sure is, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That, that's all right. Soul God, Soul God, show you how to move that wrist. <laughs> <sighs> yep. But yeah, man. 
again, thanks for listening. Again, don't forget to hit that subscribe and we'll see y'all on the next one. Alright, peace. 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 Number two, a frequent nominee in Shaq and the Crew. Here's three boneheaded plays by my boy, JaVel oh. McGee. He's a regular on Shaq and the Crew. Nope. Oh, post him up, JaVel. Post him up, JaVel. Hold him off. Hold him off. That was a bad bad. Number three, JaVel McGee. Oh. Crazy out of you for the invisible mini hoop. Out of bounds. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said JaVale McGee was no, going to be on it. Yeah, he did. I said, oh, it's perfect. Oh, Number five, JaVale oh, McGee. Oh. The piggyback legend is at it again. Does he not understand where everybody is on the floor? <laughs> 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 really trying to win an Oscar. But he's too sloppy to flop. Oh my God. Look at him, he's too sloppy to flop. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> he's too sloppy to flop. Number one, watch JaVel McGee this whole play. Oh my God. Watch Give this. And I asked the question, where the are you going? Are you an idiot? Where the are you going? It's serious that he run back on defense when you do have the ball. What are you doing? And number five, oh, oh, McGee. Oh. My main man thought he was playing make it, take it. Good oh, shot. Man. I'll take it out. Come on, man. How oh, that's that? right. We made it. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you can see this, Ernie. Ernie is Come on, man. Go, JaVale. Oh, take it out. Come on, man. This is the Take it out, JaVale. Oh, yeah. My this bad. Fight. My bad. <laughs> yep. No. Uh, my boy is back. Oh. No, he couldn't Everybody said, Javel Ball, Javel Ball, Javel Ball, and number five, my boy is uh, back, JaVale McGee. Watch this piggyback ride in the middle no, of the game. Not this guy. <laughs> JaVale, man, it's too early to see that, man. JaVale McGee, get him, cowboy, get him. <laughs> number three, my favorite player, JaVale McGee. He thinks he's a point guard, but he's more like oh. Tragic Bronson. Not Magic Johnson, Tragic Bronson. <laughs>
from two weeks ago. JaVale McGee's final play of the wizard. Nice dunk. Run back on defense, hustle. Hustle back on defense. That's called a pick in a wall. Dunk. Hustle back on D. Hustle. Hustle up. I don't want to be traded to Denver. Another two. Just He wasn't in the game long enough. Your night was just made. Shot through the net. JaVale! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching you, JaVale. Oh. Yeah, that is a little shackless. <laughs> a little. A little shackless. <laughs> that is a little shackless. <laughs> yeah, that's for two. JaVale McGee throws a dunk to himself off the backboard. My host doesn't like it because they're down six. Okay, what are you doing, man? Come on, you can't do that. We're down six. Don't do that. <laughs> Got a surprise. No, no hard. How is Javel he here? Javale McGee is back. Uh oh. He's hit on the shack to throw. Uh -oh. Sometimes people try to pull the chair. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh, he's back. He's back. Pull the chair. I'm going to tell you what. He, he, he makes them a contender, though. Number five. Javale McGee. My boy. Check out the sweet outlet pass. Oh, good no. defense, Javale. Oh, good defense. Great good pass. Good That's okay. That's all right, Jamel. Oh, back in. Realizes the only way to beat the Warriors is with great offense. Oh, my goodness. The Mavericks bench wasn't doing that. Come on. That's called editing, Aaron. Number three. He's back. Javel McGee with the awesome layup attempt. Check it out. Yeah, Javel. He had a nice dunk the other night, though. That dunk he had was incredible. You know, he's been, he's been playing terrific, Jim, but this was garbage. Come on. <laughs> and Kenny, you said it. Javel McGee checks into the game with his warm-up. Oh, oh, my God. Is this serious? Come on, Javel. Javel, man. Come on. He's a good player. He should not be making these kind of mental mistakes. Uh, Number five, uh, Javel McGee, no, a.k.a. the kissing bandit. No. Watch him kiss this sweet old lady. Uh, uh, I like that though. And that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Oh, that's great. That's a crowd pleaser yeah. right there. Uh, and he got back on defense. That's going to be on check. Number five, Javel McGee. Of course. No Shaq and the Fool is complete without Javel McGee from the preseason. Watch the Nuggets big man struggle in the paint. He's playing well though. <laughs> Come not on, Javel.